Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. I am so crazy excited because we're going to have a crazy show today. We have Jesse Cole. Now, who is Jesse Cole? He is the owner of Fans First Entertainment. Now, that name alone should tell you what this is about. He puts his fans first, and they are fans. He owns and operates the Savannah Bananas and the Gastonia Grizzlies. These are are, our... Teams that have welcomed more than a million fans to their baseball parks and have been featured on MSNBC, CNN, ESPN. And there's a reason, because Jesse has taken the ordinary and made it extraordinary. He is the author of, are you ready for this? Find Your Yellow Tux, How to Be Successful by Standing Out. And on any given night, if you see Jesse in the ballparks, he's going to be wearing that yellow tux, standing out, greeting fans, making them feel like they're a million dollars after taxes. And here's the cool part about the book, Find Your Yellow Tux. If you are listening to this episode on the day it comes out, today, it is now available on Amazon.com. Congratulations, Jesse, and welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Uh, Excited to be on the show, and thanks for using crazy so much in the intro, because I've been described crazy many times in my day. (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, I, I... I didn't know who you were, and then you contacted me. By the way, you contacted me about being on your show. You have a show. Tell us real quick, how do we learn about that show? Uh, business done differently. And my whole premise with everything, with our baseball team, their entertainment, is whatever's normal, do the exact opposite. So as you know, the, the show, the podcast is a little different, and we're getting to know people and how they view business differently, because I think you've got to be different to stand out. So that's a little bit about the show. All right. First takeaway. Are you ready? Whatever's normal do things differently. Is that what you said? Whatever's normal, do the exact opposite. Do the exact opposite, which would be differently. Okay, I got it partially right, but just not quite as concise. That's good. (laughs) Whatever's normal. First big takeaway, that's a tweetable one, and it's so, so true. If you can figure out a way to zig when they zag, go the opposite the way your competition does, you're going to stand out, you're going to be different. All right, so let's let's talk about you, Jesse. Quick little background, then we're going to get into what's in the book. we got all kinds of things to talk about. Fire away. Sure. Well, 10 years ago, I went to Gastonia, North Carolina to do a college summer baseball team. I was a general manager, showed up, and I found out the real numbers. The team had averaged only 200 fans a game. The team had lost over $150,000 the previous year, and there was only $268 in the bank account. That was my first day on the job, and I learned the team had been there for seven years, and no one cared. It was a baseball team, and no one came to the games. So at that point, I realized we had to do something dramatically different. We had to make it all about entertainment. And, you know, it's what business are you in, but what business are you really in? And I realized we had to be about entertainment. So we came up with these crazy ideas, like have our players do choreographed dances every game, literally dancing on the field and having grandma beauty pageants and having mariachi bands playing not before the game, not after the game, during the game. And we came up with all these crazy ideas to create attention. And then once people started paying attention, you know, we had thousands of fans coming to the game, selling out this tiny little, you know, old ballpark, uh, 4,000 people. And that's really how it started. And once we got them into the funnel of, wow, this team thinks so different. It's not about baseball. It's about a circus. And a baseball game breaks out. 
then from there, we really had the opportunity to create this fans-first moment and these fans-first experiences. And that led us to Savannah, Georgia, with you know arguably our most successful team, the Bananas, which has sold out 32 straight games uh, going into the 2018 season. Wow. And, and so uh, you went from being a manager of the Grizzlies to the owner of the Bananas. <laughs> correct. Yes, correct. I, I decided, hey, you know what? I didn't have that much debt in my life. Let's take on a couple million dollars in debt and buy the Grizzlies and buy the Bananas. And uh, we went all in. And, you know, I'll never forget, we went into Savannah after a minor league team, professional team, was there for numerous years. And we were this college summer team. And no one cared about us. We literally, it got so bad that I'll never forget my wife and I, we had to sell our house, empty out our savings account, and literally go all in to save the bananas. And it wasn't until we came out and announced the team as the bananas and announced the senior citizen dance team called the Banana Nanas and our mascot name split and came up with all these crazy ideas and promotions that they started noticing. And from that point on, uh, it's really been a, a bonanza. It's been crazy. A been a bonanza or a banana? <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. So I just want to make sure I understand this. You basically gave up everything. You you leveraged everything, including your home? <laughs> yes. My wife and I, we had to sell our dream home in Charlotte, North Carolina, next to our Gastonia team, and uh, go and buy a small, uh, to say, a duplex that was struggling down in Savannah so we could live there full time. And we got an airbed and you know, started uh, eating ramen noodles and hot pockets and uh, invested everything we into the team. And, you know, our staff came along and was like, we're all in this together. We got to create the most amazing fans first moments every day. And that's, you know, really how we started building fans first from where it started in Gastonia into something that I've never seen before that's happening in Savannah. All right. So you went from Gastonia where you were paid a salary to be a manager and you gave that all yes. up to take a shot at a, uh, a failing team in Savannah. And by the way, these aren't what I would call the hotbed markets for major league types of sports, but you knew there was an opportunity for entertainment. But here's what I hear more than anything. You didn't just create a fan experience. You also created an amazing employee experience because you just said people came with you. They went from Gastonia to Savannah, and they left uh, what I would consider, you know, after seven years where somebody doesn't care if they're losing money to somebody that really doesn't have money to care about because <laughs> you didn't have any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, you care about money. But, but I mean, that was a huge risk. How did you create this following? That alone is a huge lesson. You know, we were all about the circus in Gastonia, and the tenants was working. We were doing crazy promotions. And I'll never forget the night in 2011. Unfortunately, it was a tragedy that happened. Right. And a young, uh, young man named Nick O'Brien, 21 years old, uh, was loved in, in Gastonia. He went overseas and was defending our country and was killed in Afghanistan. And I'll never forget, an intern came up and said, Jesse, we have to do something. We have to create a special memory. So we invited the whole family out, the mother, the father, the grandmother, the girlfriend, the sister, and we decided to do a special presentation on the field. And I'll never forget that day. We stopped the game in the first inning. And we brought the whole family onto the field. We had two Marines come out with a framed Nick O'Brien jersey, and we presented it to the family. And I'll never forget 3,700 people standing. It was 100 degrees outside. I had the goosebumps, and you could hear a pin drop as the whole entire community was supporting this family. As the moment finished, we read this long tribute for Nick. The mother came off the field and gave me the biggest hug I've ever received in my life. And at that moment, I went into my office and absolutely lost it. And it wasn't just because of the moment. I lost it because I realized what we were doing. 
It wasn't just about the crazy promotions and the fun. We were making a difference, and we were coming together and treat, and caring for these people like family. And that's when I realized the power of fans' first moments. And that in Gastonia carried over into Savannah. And our staff, everyone understands why we're doing what we're doing and to create these amazing moments that bring people closer together. Wow. That's our I, I got to tell you, I, I have goosebumps, and actually I'm tearing up a little bit here. And I'm, I'm not joking. I'm telling you the truth. This is an amazing story. You are touching people, and you recognize that, yeah, it's all about fun. It's all about creating an experience. But if you want to reach people deep, you've got to make a connection. That connection is an emotion. It shows that you care, and obviously you care a lot to have that. You stopped after the first inning. And I don't know what the rules are in baseball, minor league, college, uh, major league, but I don't know if you're allowed to stop after the first inning to make a presentation like this. Uh, we, we break all the rules, Shep. As my wife knows, three years ago, I stopped the game in the middle of the game in my yellow tuxedo, dropped to a knee and proposed to her in front of 4,000 fans, and then had a fireworks show go off in the sixth inning and delayed the game for 15 minutes. We're good <laughs> at breaking the rules, so we're, we're used to that. Uh, the commissioner's used to it at this point. He goes, I'll just stop finding you now because it doesn't make sense. I could find you over things every single game. And, and so, And how do the players respond to that? The first day when I, when I bring in a choreographed dance instructor, I say, guys, we're going to learn how to do Michael Jackson. We're going to learn how to do MC Hammer, the hammer dance. We're going to learn how to do the Carlton. They look at me like I'm crazy. And then I say, guys, before we learn how to dance, we're going to have practice. And as you have practice, there's going to be a couple thousand people out here to watch you practice. I go, you have no idea the impact you're making on this community. And they get it eventually. I mean, literally after that first talk and they see the people, it's amazing. During our games, our players actually go into the crowd and deliver roses on a knee to little girls in the crowd. And when you see that little two-year-old girl in bananas gear and a player getting on the knee to give a rose, they understand, wow, it's not just about the baseball game. It's the impact they can make on people's lives. So it goes through and through our entire organization, and it makes us all feel like we have great purpose. We're having so much fun, but we're also understanding when we're at the gate, people are hugging us and thanking us after the game, and that's our favorite moments. I love this. Now, I'm going to, gosh, I don't want you to, I don't want to sound like I'm grilling you trying to say anything negative, but I got to imagine that there's some baseball players that come to Savannah thinking they're going to play baseball, and this is a stepping stone to something else, and here they are being asked to dance on the field and carry a rose to a little girl in the stands. Tell me how these people react. How do you turn them around, or do you just say, hey, get on the bus or get off the bus? You have a choice. You know what's amazing? They get it, and we do a lot. When you're hiring someone, when we hire our staff, we take long months, and we send them all the videos. We have a full-time videographer, and this is college summer baseball. We send them all the videos. We ask them to send videos to us. So when we're recruiting players, our head coach sends all the videos and say, guys, this is what you're getting a part of. And they understand, and they get it from that point. Yes, there are baseball guys who are into the baseball, but they, re- they realize they're playing in front of a sold-out crowd every night, not just because of the baseball, but because of you know, the craziness, the circus atmosphere. And I'll say one good point on this, ship. This is in offices as well. The happier the people are, the better they'll perform. And what's happened with our players, literally, we may not have the most talented group. The first year, the Bananas won the championship, and this last year, they had the best home record in the league. And we have more hijinks and crazy promotions going on, I mean, than you've ever seen. We have a, we have a 30-piece banana pep band going on during the games. Our first base coach is a break dancer. He's not a baseball guy. He actually is a trained hip-hop dancer, and he coaches first during the game. But they're having so much fun that they perform better. So in the offices, why wouldn't you have so much fun? Because everyone else will be more productive. 
I love this. This is amazing. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk about your new book, Find Your Yellow Tux, How to Be Successful by Standing Out. That is available today. If you're listening to this episode right when it comes out on January 9th, it is available as of today. Very exciting. And by the way, the Kindle version, in other words, you can you don't have to have a Kindle to read the Kindle version. You could have an iPhone or an Android. Just get the free Kindle app. A buck ninety nine. Now listen to what we're talking about today. The concept of the fan first, the concept of making employees happy. This is huge. And I'll guarantee I can't wait to read this book. I haven't read it yet, Jesse, but I'll guarantee without even looking at it, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. It's going to be an entertaining reader-first type of read, not just a fan-first, but let's put the reader first. Make it entertaining and engaging. Make it so they don't want to put it down. Am I right? You got that right. All right, all right. We'll take a short break. When we come back, more with my friend Jesse Cole. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. Chef Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We are back on Amazing Business Radio talking to Jesse Cole, the owner of Fans First Entertainment and the author of Find Your Yellow Tux. And we're going to talk also uh, in this show about the perfect customer experience. But before we do that, let's talk about your new book. How exciting is this? It's your first book. Is that right? Yes, first book, and I am pumped. Find Your Yellow Tux and I think it could be great for any entrepreneur, any business owner, or anybody that's trying to figure out how to stand out. You know, I I realized this, uh, Chef, when I was driving into work one day, creating my own path, and I saw bumper-to-bumper traffic, and I thought, wow, all these people are going the 9 to 5. They're kind of living by someone else's rules, someone else's expectations, and finding your own – it talks about creating your own path. So I really set up a a whole method, methodology of – how to yellow tux yourself, yellow tux your business, and yellow tux your legacy. And uh, share a lot of fun stories, but really excited for this book. Had a great uh, initial response. So you've got three sections, yourself, your business, and your legacy. Let's talk about yourself first. Well, I think this is the biggest the biggest thing. And I think the first thing you got to do, yourself and your business, is a mirror moment. And I, I go back to the Jerry Maguire scene in the, the movie, the beginning of Jerry Maguire, when he realizes that the business isn't what it was, what he hoped it would be. And he's so focused on literally trying to make this business about money, 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 and everyone else is. And he's like, no, it's about the people. It's about the client. And he wrote this big memo, and then he got fired. The mirror moment is when you realize something frustrates you about your business, your life, and you need to start over. And you need to kind of look at what can we do to change. And every company has things that frustrate them. Every person has things that frustrate them, but often we just kind of stay used to it. So that mirror moment's the great starting point. And from there, it's just finding out what are you the best at? What can you be the best at? And, you know, there's, I have different ideas and examples on how to do that. But I realized there was a lot of things in baseball operations I was terrible at. I mean, literally, I'm the worst operations, concessions, zip tie of, or of signs. I mean, I can't do anything around the ballpark. My hands are terrible. But I can promote. I can market. I can put on my yellow tuxedo. And that's where I'm alive. I think most people are firefighting every day and they're not doing what makes them feel alive. So I think that's so important to set that up and then become a sponge. I think you need to really learn from people, learn in different environments, 
Once you put those three together, you're ready. You're primed to really take off and take off in any business and take off with your own goals. All right. So I'm going to ask you a question. It's, it, it, let's say entrepreneurs starting out. Typically, they do everything. And if it's a solo <laughs> entrepreneur, and I'm going to bet when you started out, you were, you were, you know, bare bones. Maybe you had a few people, but you had to do everything. How do you not work on the signs and the marketing, or obviously your marketing, but you know the concessions, whatever it is that you're not good at? I mean, how do you do that if really you don't have anybody else to do it? You just you just suck it up and say, okay, I'm going to get through this until I can afford to hire someone else. What's your best business strategy for that? Here's what I did. It took me a while to learn. I started making strategic deals as far as trading. I would trade with companies for them to put up the signs. I would trade with companies to get free printing and other things around the ballpark. I would offer barter because the reality would take me so much longer to do it. If I could trade some marketing or some tickets or some expertise and for them doing it, that was an easy way for me to focus on my strengths. You will make your business go so much further if you go all in on your strengths. Everyone talks about being well-rounded, and they try to be so well-rounded, but they're actually doing everything you know, half as well as they should be. Right. So that's what I realized after a few years. I'm going to go all in on my strengths and start either trading without money or hiring people part-time to start fill in on the roles that I'm not good at, like interns, for instance. I think every company should have interns. Yeah, and, and the reason is because they do well, all the stuff. Any in- <laughs> I think interns can come into the field and they can learn what they're good at, what they enjoy, and understand the business if that's what they want to get into. It. We've hired, I think almost, we've hired, I would say 90% of our employees were once interns with us. Oh, that's pretty cool. So by the way, yeah. I love the concept of bringing in an intern. And when I bring in an intern, typically this is what I say. What is it that you want to do for my business? Now, go on my website, check things out. And this past summer, by the way, uh, when I'm working on research from a book that's coming out next year, I said, hey, this is what we do here, and I'm getting ready to write a book. How do you feel about working on a book, editing, researching? Is this something you're interested in? Tell me if you are. We don't want to hire somebody that's just looking for an internship. And and I love it when I say to them, what do you want to do in my business? They go, well, what do you mean? I go, look. You're going to work here for three months, two months, whatever it is, in the summertime. What is it that you've learned that you think you can bring to a business? You get to choose it. And not only that, you tell me how many days you want to work, how many hours, and then you put together a presentation like you're going in to sell me and try to do it. And I have had some wonderful interns uh, helping me out doing some things. This past summer is the only time, I think, in years that I really got specific with uh, I need somebody to help me on the book. But guess what? I found a lot of research people that want to do be involved in a project like that, and they loved it. So, And, and by the way, that's something that I'm not great at. Bring me the research. I'll tell you where to go. I'll tell you what I need, and then bring it to me, and then I assimilate and decide what's good and what's bad and what's going to be appropriate. But not about me. This is all about you. So we first we talk about yourself. You crossed over into the biz. Is there anything to add about the biz? No, I mean, in the, and when you go into the business, and again, I actually, if you go on my website too, I have the uh, Secrets of the Yellow Tuck Handbook for free, and it has kind of the six easy steps for this. But, you know, when you go into a business, you got to figure out, again, what are the challenges, and then you got to go from there and say, you know what, I'm going to create attention. And we're big into, I, I believe, attention beats marketing 1,000% of the time. Once you create attention, then you can put people into a funnel and then bring all your customers into this funnel and take care of them and create those fans first moments and create the perfect experience for your customer. But if you don't have attention, you have nothing. And that's the reality. That's what happened in Savannah. For five years, we were talking about all those things we were doing, but no one was paying attention until we had this huge launch and we announced the Savannah Bananas. So 
that I, I got to go through the guidelines of how to create attention with your business and then how to create that perfect customer experience. And that is the difference maker. And that's what we're going to talk about in just a few minutes, the perfect customer experience. But give me the URL, the website, where we can get this free report. Findyouryellowtux.com. Find, I'm writing this down, findyouryellowtux.com. And this is all about uh, creating attention. Yes? Yes, and, creating attention, standing out, and creating that perfect customer experience. And you said there were six steps. Yep. How fast can we go through them? Do we have time before I a can quick just, break? I'll, I'll name them quick, and we'll get Good. into the meat. But mirror, mirror moment, which we talked about briefly. Right, the ask mirror the moment. Best question. Ask, yep. the, ask the what question? Ask the best question. What can you and your company be the best at? Ah, All right. Not what it. can you be incrementally better, but what can you be the best at? Number three, embrace the different mindset. We said it earlier, whatever's normal, do the exact opposite. Number four, hello world moment. And this is what I call create attention to stand out. And I talk a lot about P.T. Barnum. I've studied him numerous. He was unbelievable at creating these hello world moments. And then the final two, love your customers more than you love your product. And the final one, number six, make reinvention part of your DNA. How are you reinventing constantly to create attention? And that's what we're working on now in the year three of the bananas. Yeah, and basically what you're telling me is that that break dancer at first base, that could get old after uh, three seasons. Re- 100%. You know, either get yeah, a new routine, what, what, reinvent it, uh, move them to third base. I don't know, but you got to make a change. <laughs> Every year we bring in new things. I mean, for instance, last year we had to be brought in the banana baby. Right before the game, we have a, a mother and father come out to home plate. We have all the players on their knees with their hands up in the air, and we hold this baby in a banana costume that's only six months old, hold them up in the air, and play across the loudspeakers. Na Savinia, na Hilo. We play the Lion King song <laughs> yeah, in the banana baby. I love that. And that's one, of the, that's one of the favorite moments. So we think about all these crazy moments that people can talk and be a part of. And every, every year we're adding two or three, four big moments and new performers, dancers, theater people, improv people. It's a circus. And then a baseball game breaks out. That's creating the attention and that's reinventing. And then when you take care of people, unbelievably, make it the best possible experience, that's how you win in business. Man, I can't believe somebody hasn't tried to buy your your team just so they can get you to come and work for them and turn around their <laughs> business. I mean, you're, you're amazing. All right, we're going to take a short uh, break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the perfect customer experience. This is an amazing business radio episode. We're talking with Jesse Cole, the owner of Fans First Entertainment and the Savannah Bananas, the author of Find Your Yellow Tux, available today on Amazon. And if you go to uh, findyouryellowtux.com, is that right? You got it. Findyouryellowtux.com, you can download the free report that has those six steps that will turn your business to uh, just ordinary and make it extraordinary. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to amaze your customers, impress the people you work with, and outshine your competition? Going from average to amazing isn't an out-of-reach goal. In fact, amazement is a habit that anyone can master. In my latest book, Be Amazing or Go Home, I share the secrets behind my mantra, which is to always be amazing. Drawing on the routines of incredible people, I share simple practices that can elevate your game. Once you master those habits, you'll be able to create trust, build stronger relationships, make sales, advance your career, and much more. Now is the time to step out of ordinary and step into being amazing. Be Amazing or Go Home is now available on Amazon.com, an ebook and hardcover. 
This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking to Jesse Cole. We're going to talk about the perfect customer experience. So, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, that's what Fans First is all about, creating amazing experiences, creating the perfect experience. And by the way, perfect is a big word. How do you live up to that? <laughs> it's definitely a challenge, but I think it starts with businesses. When when you ask someone what do they do, most often they talk about their product. They talk about their what. They don't talk about the who. I think that's such a key, and that's why we named our company Fans First Entertainment, and we focus on that perfect fan experience. Now, the secret between you and me and your listeners is our biggest fans are our employees, and internally we take care of them more than anything. And I can share stories on that later, but from there we know if they, they care so much about what we're doing, they will take care of our customers. So to give you an idea of the perfect fan experience, we think about it from the very beginning. The first time they go on the website, what do they see? Is it very clear what you do? If you go to the Bananas web, we make baseball fun. And then when they buy, you know, it's so easy. People buy and you get a confirmation email. When you buy from us, the first thing it says, congrats, you just made the best decision of your day. Right now, we grabbed your tickets. We hoisted them up in the air. We're running around the stadium. We're dancing on the mound. We're celebrating. And now your tickets are in maximum security. They're ready for you to go bananas. That's that's the first response. Then here's the crazy thing, and this takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Every single person that buys merchandise or buys tickets from us gets a thank you call from a person. And it's so funny because most people, they actually think when they're going to call, they're like, did my credit card not work? We're like, no, we just want to thank you so much for your support. As you know, your tickets are in maximum security. They're ready for you to go bananas. We can't wait for you with us. And this is before they even experience our product. It takes time, but last time someone bought tickets to a concert, did they ever get a thank you call? It just doesn't happen in business. Yep, yep. So, so that's how we start. And then you think about, all right, when they come to your office, they come to your business, what's the first thing they see? When people come to our ballpark, the first thing they'll see is penguins. And what I mean by that is we actually have our staff dressed in penguin costumes because there are parking penguins. They're helping people park. Does it make sense why they're dressed in penguins? Of course not. But to me, it was funny. And then this year, we're actually going to put freezy pops so when kids are walking in, they can give them a freezy pop. After they pass the parking penguins, they'll see our players out in full uniform passing out programs to the kids and taking pictures. Then after that, they'll have our 30-piece pep band playing Rocky or playing the final countdown as they're walking into the stadium. Then as they get to get their tickets to the people, the ticket takers, our ticket takers are dressed up in full banana costumes. As they pass that, we'll have our banana bananas, our senior citizen dance team, dancing to Britney Spears or Kesha on the concourse. This all happens before they actually even enter our stadium. That's how you create the perfect experience. And then we hire an entire entertainment crew to entertain nonstop. I mean promotions every half inning. Our script is about 20 pages long for every single night. And then at the end of the night, we are there, our staff, thanking them. And I mean taking pictures, our whole staff, our dancing first base coach, everyone thanking our customers, hugging them, taking selfies. Because that last experience, that last impression is as valuable as the first impression. Oh, yeah. That's how we think about our whole experience. The last impression leaves a lasting impression. Yes. Tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, I love that. Uh, beyond the last experience of that particular interaction you have with your, uh, your guest, your customer, your fan – is there anything that happens after the experience? Yes, the after effect. And I think that's one of the most important things that we're continuing to look at ideas on what we can do. What we pride ourselves is most companies, most teams, they're all about selling, selling, selling. We have that full-time videographer that we try to produce videos and content 
two, three times, two, uh, two, three times a week. Just hilarious, ridiculous videos. We do music videos with the players. We do, you know, movie skits. So we're just trying to provide value, and we'll send that to them. Hey, thank you. Had so much fun. But you know, chef, that's one thing we're trying to work on. After they leave the stadium, and we don't know every single person that comes to our ballpark. What's that other thing we can do if we don't even know who they are? And we're still trying to figure that out. Yep, yep. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna you, you basically gave me the Disney story. I love going to Disney Institute and hearing about the great stories about how they do business and how their theme parks are a certain way. And then one of the things that that I always wrestle with is like, okay, how does this apply to my business? And mm-hmm. Disney does a great job in their training programs and teaching people about Disney's philosophies, and they talk about how it applies to general business. So take some of these banana philosophies and make them work for me. Uh, tell me what can a, or work in general for business. This is great for a baseball game. This is mm-hmm. great yep. for fans coming in expecting to be mm-hmm. entertained. But how about the customer that's visiting my manufacturing plant trying to decide if they want to buy this one little metal part that's going to be in the lawnmowers that they manufacture on the other side of town? (laughs) Well, I love we talked about this a little bit on on my show. And I think, you know, I go back to what everyone else is doing. And, you know, you think about the normal things like when they call the voicemail or the hold music. You know, for instance, our hold music is ring, 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 banana phone. And we have people actually who want to be on hold and listen to the hold music. So it's every touch. Your receptionist. So the person that first there, most companies sometimes don't even have a reception out. You have to wait for someone to come greet you. Our receptionist, 23-year-old Kiki, is amazing. And I can tell great stories about her, but she, as soon as someone walks in, she gets up. She comes over. Welcome to Savannah Bananas. This is Kiki. Shakes their hand or hugs them. Then she offers them, you know, we have drinks and snacks. And it's just all about those first impressions. And any company can do that. How many times do you go to a business and they don't even really care or acknowledge you or right. get excited when you walk in? I mean, you, you, you did. This is where we're going with this. So I want to emphasize to everybody the book, Find Your Yellow Tux, How to Be uh, Successful by Standing Out by Jesse Cole. It is available today on Amazon if you decide you want the electronic version it's a buck 99 I mean this is less than half price of a Starbucks coffee you've got to go out and you got to get it it's about the cost of a few bananas unless you're at the airport it's the cost of one banana so I urge everybody to go out and do it we're just about out of time one last thing. This is my one thing question. What's the one thing you want to make sure you emphasize? Or is there something different that you haven't told us that you want this audience to absolutely know about? Go ahead. What's the one thing? Well, I always like to break rules, so you know me. So I would say be patient in what you want for yourself, but be impatient in how much you give to others. And I finish with everything I say. Stop standing still. Start standing out. I love it. I love it. Let's go that uh, this is again another tweetable moment. Be patient with everything. Be patient in what you want and what for you yourself. want for yourself. Got it? But but be impatient in how much you give to others. Wow. I think those are words to live by. Working on it. <laughs> you're working. I think you are working. I think you're not just working on it, you're doing it. Hey, everybody, this has been an amazing episode. Tons of information packed into a really short period of time. Jesse, you're not just a guy that's talking about it. You're a guy that's doing it. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us on Amazing Business Radio. And thank you so much for your influence on your team. And obviously the amazing 
has stuck and all of our all of our staff has read your book so thank you so much for the amazing impact you're making on this oh man my pleasure and thank you for the nice words but this really is about you uh the book again is find your yellow tux get it on amazon it's jesse cole go to the website findyouryellowtux.com and download that free report that gives you those steps to uh make yourself stand out because that's what it's all about if you can stand out uh, be uh, uh, different than your competition. Stand out from your competition. You've got an opportunity to grab the audience's or the customer's attention and then win them over. This has been another amazing episode at Amazing Business Radio. And until next week, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.